Welcome to the Liberated Latina Podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful ladies. I have such a treat for you today. We had the incredible Taylor Drew stop by. Taylor is a high-ticket client experience coach and a system specialist, and also one of the coolest human beings I've ever experienced. <laughs> she is the founder of Systems Guru, and she empowers women of color coaches and service providers to confidently sell their services at a premium price point. Taylor is just an overall joy to be around, but also an incredible badass. She has worked with Fortune 500 companies, including T-Mobile, and she's also been a recognized keynote speaker. So I am so excited to have you sit in the presence of her zone of genius today where we talk about how to Elevate your client experience so that you not only deliver incredible client results, but also have a type of client delivery that keeps them coming back and referring and keeps your business growing without you having to spend all day searching for clients on social media, which I know we're so about here at the Liberated Latina podcast. So I'm so excited for you to listen in on this conversation. She was also so gracious to leave some freebies for all of you. So I'll have all of her links and two freebies for you in the description. Make sure to go follow Taylor. Let her know that you're coming from the Liberated Latina podcast. And without further ado, let's dive right into the interview. Enjoy. All right, my beautiful ladies, welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast. And I am grinning ear to ear because I just know you're going to love today's guest. Taylor from the Systems Guru is in the house. Thank you so hey. much for being here. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am finally talking to my Daisy <laughs> and all of her ladies on the podcast. As I, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, I'm like, I'm just so excited because you're going to bring the value, but you're also going to bring the vibes. Always. And that's what we love around here. Always. <laughs> so let's let the people know a little bit about who you are as a person, because if anybody follows you on social media, which they absolutely should, and your link is in the description, <laughs> you like you come off on social media with such confidence and like just this like, I don't know, it's like this energy of, of confidence and like, like badass, you know, and huh. be, both being your client and just, you know, being a peer, there's such a beautiful depth to you as well. And there's this passion to you and what you do. And it's so evident. So I would love for people to just get to know you behind the screen and hear a little bit about how you got to this place. You recently left your full-time job Congratulations. Ooh. So how did you find this path or like did the path find you? Um, 
um for one thanks for all of the uh compliments that made me warm really <laughs> like I'm literally warm now but um honestly I I feel like I designed my journey so a little bit backstory I'm from a small town called Akron in Ohio same city LeBron is from shout out I was literally just um, gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> that that's how we attach ourselves okay <laughs> that's my cousin um small town I am an only child to um, divorced parents. So it was really just me and my mom growing up. Um, she worked all the time. So I'm saying all of this to say that I spent a lot of time alone um, by myself, but I had to find ways to keep myself entertained. I'm very creative. So I grew up in art school as um, a visual artist. I also played the viola, but I always like to sing and just, I. I don't know, do dances. And I was always doing something, right? Because I always had to keep myself entertained. So I feel like as through the years, I just gravitated towards, I don't know, always being a friend, you know, again, I'm by myself all the time <laughs> in my room, drawing a little bit. So when I am out at school or at cheer practice, I'm making friends, I'm making connections, because that's, that's my superpower. That's what I want to do. I'm tired of being alone. So throughout the years, okay, graduated high school. And then I moved to Miami. I was like, where can I go <laughs> that has some sunshine, no snow that I can just, I don't know, create a new me really. Cause in Akron, it's like, I can be who I want, but I just need a bigger city. I need more opportunities. I need people to see me and know my name, Taylor Drew. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to move to Miami by myself. <laughs> and I love go to it. School. It was fire. <laughs> so there I was like, okay, I had a mission to, I don't know, create and design this dream life of mine. Okay. So a lot of, lots of in between, I ended up moving back to Ohio for a year, Columbus. And I like manifested going to FIU. Like, that's the school that I graduated from. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Neighbors. I'm so I close know. to FIU. I'm like 10 minutes really? away from FIU. Listen, when I tell you, I used to obsess about FIU. I used to be at the bank that I worked at. <laughs> I would always be on the website like, oh my, this website is fire. I would go on it every single day because that's where I wanted to be. I'm like, I want to be on this beautiful campus. I want to be like, I, I figured out what, what clubs I wanted to join. <laughs> Obsessive about just creating this life, right? So I went to FIU, I graduated, I did all the things that I wanted to do. And I was like, okay, so what's next? And I was like, oh, I want to move to Atlanta maybe. <laughs> and so I, you know, I planned, I'm a planner, planned for like six months. And then I packed everything in my car and just drove to Atlanta. I stayed in an Airbnb for some months, just figuring things out. I, I tried to figure out a job. I was determined to create this life right? Where do you and, think that came from? Like, what was your inspiration? Hmm. I, I don't, I, I'm still trying to figure that out, Daisy. <laughs> Maybe TV. I spend a lot of time. I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> I do. And it's like, I want, I want that. I do. I, I would see, again, I grew up kind of alone a little bit other than like my 
my cousin family and my friend family. But it was like, okay, I want to create this dream life so I can have my own family and and be and be where I want, do what I want. It's it's always just been inside me. I always wanted to design my dream life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And are are people in your family entrepreneurs? No. Dang, no. So you're just out here setting a whole new precedent. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I just wanted to be a boss. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's it. I wanted to be a boss. Where did did the inspiration come from to start Systems Guru? Um, Honestly, I was broke and I needed some money. So, okay. A little bit backstory. I started Systems Guru as a virtual assistant, but I have been an administrative assistant for all my life, basically. Like even in high school, I was in a business program and that's what I learned. So as I was hopping around the world, moving to Miami as a broke college student, um, all these things, I found little like gigs and things for me to do it. I used Craigslist a lot to find people that were looking for assistance. I found like all of my jobs on Craigslist. I would help out um, with like small business owners. I helped with like a keynote speaker who needed somebody to, I don't know, work her CRM, little things like that. Um, But in this particular time, January 2020 is when I started Systems Guru, I was going through a depression. I had just got passed up on this job that I knew that I I wanted and I was great for. They passed me up on it. Just found out my girlfriend at the time was cheating on me. Okay. Yes. Going through like seasonal depression. Like it's just cold outside and it was, it was just a lot going on and I was going through therapy and she's like, okay, well, it's time for you to take control. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, I couldn't afford at the time to move out. Right. I was still living with the girl. <laughs> and oh, no. it was, yes. Like, so honestly it was just like, okay, I need, my whole goal was to make a thousand dollars extra per month so I can move out and afford to live on my own in Atlanta. Um, so it started off that way. And then I started, I was trying to like $18 an hour for this and that, and like little gigs. Now, I don't know, it just ended up growing. One of my close friends, and she was a client of mine, I was her virtual assistant. She had asked me if I knew how to, um, set up a Dubsado. I'm like, what the hell is Dubsado girl? <laughs> She's like, oh, it's a CRM tool. Just take a look at it. And I looked at it I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. I've, you know, I'm in, I've done systems operations before. I was like, hmm. And then I started learning more about it. And I, I joined a course about it. I'm like, wow, people are charging like, at, at the time, like, whoo, people are charging like $2,000 for this. What? That's, that's double the amount that I need to get out this toxic situation. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> You're like, thank you. I like, I'm gonna add that to my life. <laughs> exactly. So just like everything else, I started getting obsessed with it. I started getting obsessed with CRM, obsessed with automations, obsessed with all of these things. And I actually got my first like big, this is me in air quotes, big client for CRM on accident. <laughs> no on way. accident. So I was on Twitter and she uh is like this famous Instagram expert. But we also went to FIU together. <laughs> so I think that's why we were following each other. And she had asked this uh, prompt. It was like, what's the most creative thing that you've ever done to make money? 
I was like, oh, well, I've set up workflows and automations to ensure that every client that comes through businesses get the same experience. And then she slid in my DMs, like, says you do what? I was like, whoa, <laughs> I do this. The next thing you know, we were on a call, I booked her, and that was the most money that I made in my business. And I got my $1,000. So I was like, oh, okay, so I could just work with one person on one project and get as you much. Your quota. Exactly wow. what I need. Mm-hmm. So then I started getting obsessed with it, obsessed with it. And then it just grew and grew and grew. Now, down the line, of course, we pivoted. Um, right. So right now it's it's less systems and more so client experience. Because what I noticed is when I was working with a lot of clients, they wanted the systems, but they didn't have the strategy. It's like, okay, you want the workflows, you want the automations, but you don't necessarily know what questions to ask in your application. You don't necessarily know how to frame your emails to make sure that people want to work with you. You don't necessarily know how to create a referral program after they're done working with you so they come back. So I was like, hmm, these are things that I could probably teach. <laughs> I would love to, I would love for you to share a little bit more about that because I mean, obviously here on my podcast, I talk a lot about, you know, messaging and marketing and client attraction. I'm throwing a little sales and energetics and all the fun things. Mm-hmm. But I love your perspective too. And, and, and it's also a big value of mine to like, keep, keep the integrity of what we're selling. And I think that it can be very tempting. I don't want to put blame on anybody, but I think it can be very tempting when you are in this industry where every time you go on social media, everyone's celebrating a new, you know, mm. 20K month, 50K month my first 250k year. And then we think that, okay, the answer is just to keep selling more and to have more clients. But we have to also be in integrity with, you know, are we going to actually deliver on what we are selling? Because the work starts when the client says, yes, the work is not done. That's when the real, the real magic has to happen. So in your experience, what are some of the gaps that you see in people's client experience process and how can everybody listening you know fill some of those gaps or make sure that they aren't leaving those gaps open so that they are in integrity with you know selling an exceptional result but also delivering the exceptional results Mm -hmm. oh my gosh daisy i'm my feet are getting warm now (laughs) i know this is one of like those hot buttons where you're like oh get me in there let me talk about it one thing that I hate, I've been hating, you know, as I'm scrolling on social media is all this, all of this emphasis on attracting and getting people in your sales pipeline, getting, grabbing people, getting their attention from your reels and the visibility, right? So they want to work with you, but it's like, okay, if you put all of that energy and attracting them and all your branding and marketing and your sales pitches, what energy are you giving them once they actually buy? Once they actually convert, are you keeping that same energy from start to finish? Probably not. Probably not. And the thing is, is like when you do that, that what you're risking is, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little, woo! <laughs> 
what you're risking is your integrity because the last thing you want your clients to feel is like they've been scammed. I have felt like I have been scammed a couple times this year with huge, huge investments that will make you want to throw up. It sucks. It sucks. It's like, okay, your brand, you know, your branding looks so great. Your Instagram page looked great. The website was great. The sales page was, you know, convincing. I feel like I know you and all this, this stuff. But once I buy and actually submit, I don't get any type of acknowledgement that I made a payment. None of the links are linked. That is the worst feeling when you join something. You're like, did the payment go through? Am I in? What do I do next? Girl, you got to check your bank account. Like, did I just really get skipped? Because we're all online. It's an on... A lot of us work online. So it's really, you really have to get them to like, know, and trust, trust you. And it's like, mm, okay, so if I'm not being celebrated or I don't even get a type of confirmation really did I just get scammed <laughs> that's the last thing you want your people to think or feel okay especially um, if you're investing high ticket okay I'm like I just I just paid five thousand dollars and you don't tell me that I don't get any type of acknowledgement and then the link that you told me to book our strategy call doesn't work and I have to email find your email to email you like okay so what do I do next you know that doesn't make you feel good, okay? So my advice to you, if you are listening, watching right now, please just take a look at like, hmm, what happens after somebody works like books with me? What type of energy, what type of processes do I have to ensure that I am celebrating them and making sure that they feel like they are seen, okay? we It's a huge investment. You should be jumping in joy doing cartwheels hey you about to level up your business <laughs> yes next thing that i feel like is a gap right is onboarding and this is like this is like a huge opportunity right so when someone wants to work with you, when you are welcoming them into your program, your service, you want to give them everything that they absolutely could possibly think to need. Okay. Let them know what the, your expectations are, what tools they're going to use, what to expect, what do they need to have before they talk to you, what your office hours are, what like tell them every single thing that they need to know because they just made a huge investment in their business. A lot, me personally, I deal with anxiety. I have diagnosed anxiety. That means that I need structure. I need to know everything. Don't leave me hanging. Don't leave me in limbo. A lot of us, a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners deal with the same thing. I tell people all the time, being clear is being kind. Being clear is being kind. Give them everything that they could possibly need to know. Welcome them. Add their names in your emails. Add some gyps. Add, have a video or something. Hey, sis, oh my gosh. You, like I said, doing a little cartwheel or something. <laughs> Congratulations, you are about to level up. I am so excited to work with you. Make sure your clients feel like they're there with you. Like the welcome... That is your first impression when they know that they made the right decision. Yes. Huge opportunity. Oh. Yeah, that beginning, that beginning, the as soon as they enroll, they mm -hmm. have to feel that relief of like, I'm taken care of here. Like I made the right decision. 
I knew this, like, and that is the biggest compliment that I think we can get. And I love hearing from people is I, as soon as I made that investment, you know, it was stretchy, but I just knew I made the right decision. And they immediately felt like, oh my gosh, now I have you in boxer almost immediately. Like I have you in my corner. And I love that you talk about that because a lot of coaches might be like, okay, what the hell? People say yes. And then two days later they want out, or they're saying that they, you know, they have buyer's remorse. They want a refund. They want to cancel their contract. Mm-hmm. But it's because psychologically that that beginning stage is so important to have them feel welcome. It's like if somebody were to walk into our house and we just turn away and, and walk away and let them figure out our house on their own. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm going to leave. Like, our businesses are babies, right? We want to feel like we're they're taken care of. So it's like, mm-hmm. what can you do to enhance your welcome experience, your onboarding experience? Um, another what about gap- the middle of the program? Like, what are some gaps that you think can be tightened up during the delivery or the execution? Of- oh, absolutely. So I call it the fulfillment stage. Um, the fulfillment stage is when you're actually doing, you know, your do, right? You're coaching or you're providing the service. Or if you're like a website designer, you're actually designing the website right now. The biggest mistake that a lot of us do is that we kind of like go ghost. Um, and when I mean go ghost, it's like we get into our thing. Like we get into our gym. If you're a graphic designer, like, oh, I'm doing my thing. Like this is what they paid me for. Right. But like when you lead your clients out of limbo, out of like vision of what's actually going on, it kind of leaves like mm, some type of what's the word like hesitancy, like anxiety in between. It's like so. What are they doing? How's it going? These are all the things that they're thinking. And a lot of us just need to, it, it, all it could be is a quick check-in. Hey, boo, just let you know, I'm working on da-da-da-da-da. You want a sneak peek? I love sneak peeks. We all love We love sneak the peeks. sneak peeks. <laughs> Show me what you're doing. <laughs> we love a good sneak peek. So it's like, what are some ways that you can keep people in the loop? Okay, even even if it's just a short little Voxer message. Hey, love, I know you are working on, you know, the first week of your launch this week. Just let me know, like, if you have any questions, I'm thinking of you, I'm rooting for you, sending you good vibes. Things like that allow people to feel like you are in their corner, like you are there for them. And that is that is like one of the top common mistakes that I've seen with my clients, with my students, like, it's just like, going ghost in the fulfillment stage. So don't do that, y'all. <laughs> yeah, and I think that brings up a good point because you know, I think we can, as coaches and as service providers, we can kind of put that expectation on the client to reach out if they have mm-hmm. questions or we say like, oh, just reach out if you have any questions or reach out if you have any concerns. And, you know, that's fine. They have their responsibilities as a client, but it's also how can we, we have to create that intimacy and that relationship for them to feel safe reaching out. And a lot of times, especially as women, we we don't want to take up too much space and like ask too many questions or like, oh, I don't want to bother her and box her this thing. So it really does go a long way. And I love that you're pointing that out. Like we can also take the initiative to make sure that we're setting up those those checkpoints or those check-ins so that they know that it's safe. Like we're here for them. Let me know. I want to know what's going on or, hey, I want to give you this sneak peek. What do you think? And, and it's about creating that relationship. It's not just checking a box. Okay, you paid, deliver service, boom, done. Exactly. It's all about the relationship. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, y'all think about it. What what can you do throughout your fulfillment process as you are executing your program, your service? What can you do to ensure that your clients know that you're still around? Mm-hmm. And as, so after the fulfillment process, we go into offboarding. This is critical. Um, I have clients like, hey, I don't I don't really have an offboarding process. I'm like, wait, but why not? <laughs> why not like why why are we wrapping up this amazing program or project in a nice pretty bow right why are we celebrating the fact that they just completed something huge right or i just they just you know i just built out an entire website for them they just they have an amazing website now that everyone can see and will attract their premium clients you know and it's like okay so after that and we're not just like pushing them out, right? Offboarding process is not to just push people out. We also want to ring them back in, right? There's three retention strategies that I love. And I'm going to talk about it today. One, upsell. You don't want to just push them out. Like how do you, how do they work with you again? If you don't have an upsell on that right now, or like run some type of like retainer, think about it. I'm pushing you right now to think about it. Like how can they work with you again? Cause you know, after this amazing experience that they just got, right? They don't want to leave you. <laughs> they don't. That's so, how you know you did it. You did it good. If they're like, wait, what? What next? Exactly. Like I have, I have my website. So like, so can you do like maintenance maybe sometime or you know, I I built out your systems. Can you? Can we do like a I don't know, like a tune up one day? Where's some things that you can do to upsell so they can just like come back around? Second one referral program referral referral program i'm saying it i'm saying it because it's important <laughs> okay you want the people that experience you to be your walking talking advertisements and billboards you want them to scream your praises you want them to post you on their stories on their reels that you want them to bring you up at happy hour with their business friends so make it easy for them to refer you, okay? What type of like guide um, do you have that they can easily share? What, and then also, but CYA, cover your ass though, has some type of agreement, like have a clear, like, hey, if you refer me, this is what you're gonna get. Like, this is the incentive that I'm gonna give you. Let's be clear. Cause like, all right, <laughs> I didn't tell you I was gonna pay you 500 bucks. <laughs> That's not what we agreed upon. <laughs> so make sure you have a referral program make it easy for them to share and I tell you you can book out your your, you can max out your client roster with referrals yeah if you like your if you like if you enjoy your clients you'll probably enjoy their business besties they're probably on the same level they probably share the same type of values work ethic Make it easy so you don't have to go on Instagram and start dancing the reels and, and shooking and jiving for, for <laughs> clients, okay? <laughs> Let's talk about that because I know you you came up with uh, like with that social media burnout too and you were in the middle of your launch, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, this is not the life for me. Yeah. Talk a little bit was... about that. Oh, Daisy, I burnt out. So at the time I had just took a job, well, contract with Meta. So a big company doing big things and I was in the middle of a launch and I'm trying to follow this, this complicated marketing strategy that I learned last year. Oh, and then like, I'm, I'm doing it right. I was in the middle. I was in week, 
I was in the middle of week two of a three-week launch and I just broke down. Like I was supposed to get on live to talk about, I don't know, something client experience, but I ended up just saying, fuck it. Um, and I started crying and it was a whole thing. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I cannot do this. If it, if this is what it takes, if I have to go through this three and a half week long complicated marketing strategy after, you know, recording videos and editing them to be all pretty and putting the captions and doing oh the carousel, girl, girl, I was like, fuck it. I'm done. I cannot. Um, so I quit. And when I mean I quit, like I just, I just stayed. I just didn't go back on Instagram. I said, if I don't get people this, this launch, whatever. Like I, I just cannot do all of this in order to get the clients that I need. But that was like the best decision that I could have made because not only did it give me space to just like be a person again and not have to deal with this, but I don't know, it made room for other things so the next weekend I had already had like a brand shoot uh scheduled so I'm like okay cool um but like the day before the brand shoot I had got a random email like like we want to meet Taylor Drew and they spelled my name wrong T-A-L-O-R I'm like what is this spam is this just like I was about to delete it But I opened the email and it was a casting company looking for a speaker to talk about CRM for T-Mobile's business program, Magenta Edge. I'm like, this is a scam. <laughs> what? I clicked on it. I mean, it had the Magenta, it had their logo on the application, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, sure. So I filled out the, the, the the form. And then I went to the brand shoot and someone from LA called me to confirm, you know, everything that was going on and what they needed, what they were looking for. I'm like, wait, what? And I would ask them, so how did you find me? Did you see me on social media? Did you like, well, we really can't pinpoint, but it was your website. Like we just, we were sourcing and we came across your website. I'm like, oh, okay. So like, I'm like, all right, so maybe I don't need social media because <laughs> they're not even really even on Instagram. So I'm like, okay. So long story short, um, when I got off Instagram, I got this huge major deal with uh, T-Mobile's Magenta Edge program as a speaker. I also got a random client out of nowhere. Again, I wasn't on Instagram, but they I had all the systems set up. They inquired with me, paid in full at my new premium price. Remember, y'all, I told you um, before I was charging, I was happy about the $1,000 a month. Well, my new prices in 2022 went up to $5,000 a month. Hell she, yeah, it did. Hell, cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. <laughs> but she was the first person to finally like pay my new price. So it also validated me, right? It validated like, oh girl, you know what you're doing. You know, people want to work with you. She was already convinced before we got on the call that she wanted to work with me. It's like, okay, I don't need all this hustle, bustle ass Instagram as complicated marketing strategies that girl, make girl louder for lips. the people in the back. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. And I always love to say like, you know, there's so much that we miss when we're stuck in the hustle. Mm. 
And there's so much of us that gets missed that people don't even freaking see, even though you're doing reels all day, because we're trying to fit the bigness of our genius and our wisdom and our skills into Chad's 10 week long launch that he uses to fill his, you know, $295 course. And now he, Chad wants to tell us that we need to market like this in order to get the clients we want. Mm -hmm. And I just love that example of how you really honored your energy and you really honored yourself. And you said, I'm not available for this. This is not me. This is not impact me working myself to the ground for clients is not impact. And I love that the the universe kind of met you in that and was like, let me flex on you real quick. Let me just Seriously? show you what you have space for now that you let that old way of being go. Yes, and it feels so good. It feels so good. And I'm empowered. Now I'm empowered to teach people how to do the same. So my goal is to get people off Instagram, get them from these complicated marketing strategies. And let's really put an emphasis emphasis on your current clients and your future clients. Like yes. me and Daisy, y'all, we work together. <laughs> we are, <laughs> we work together like la early last year, something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. like, you know how many clients she sent my way that I'm, I'm really close with now, you know? And I think Daisy saw me randomly on some, on a previous client's story or something like that. Yeah. There's so much power in relationship building and client experience and that referral marketing brand partnerships. There's so much power in it. And it really doesn't take the, all of the energy that it takes to... <laughs> do a 90 launches day and all of real. that mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh taylor thank you so much for coming on and for dropping these nuggets of wisdom as far as you know having a stellar client experience but also just sharing your story because i think there are so many inspirational lessons that people can take away from just hearing your story and where you started and where you are now as a full-time entrepreneur and what started as like, I just need a little, little side hustle is now like your full-time thing and it's helping so many businesses. So thank you so much for coming on here and sharing. And I know you got a, a nice little freebie for everybody listening. So why don't you yeah. give them a little lowdown on what that is? Of course. Well, for one, Daisy, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure and an honor. Um, and then to all the listeners, I have a special gift for you. So I know you're probably thinking like Taylor, okay, this all sounds great, but like, I don't even know where to start. What do I, how do I even paint this? Do I get out some sticky notes? Listen, friend, I have an 18 page. I know that sounds like a lot. But I promise you, it's going to help you. It's an 18-page workbook. It's my, it's a free dream client workbook guide. Okay, go through it. It's going to run you through all five phases of the client experience process, from inquiry to offboarding, and it's going to walk you through some, just some clear, critical questions to ask yourself. Give you some ideas on how you can spruce up and add a little bit of the razzle dazzle to your client experience, so you stand out from your comp competition, and also just like. Keep them in your pipeline forever. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe hop on a podcast with them one day or, you know. <laughs> yes, I love that. So definitely take her up on this gift. 
download it and also follow her on all the socials and things. I mean, you're still popping on there, even though you don't need it to grow your business, which is the best space to be in. Cause then we get to yes. show up and have fun. It's fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'll have all of your links below and thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Nice meeting you all. <laughs> Bye everyone. See ya. Hey amiga, thanks for hanging out with me today. I'd love to feature your review live on the air on the next episode, yes! All you gotta do is head on over to iTunes, drop a review, and let me know what you're most enjoying about the podcast. También, be sure to subscribe to get first word when a fresh episode drops. Your support means so much to me and I can't wait to share more with you on the next episode. See you then.